0: You have questions, we have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons.
1: Join us for answers to the questions you just wanna ask your mom.
0: Hi, welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Bonnie Blaylock, And I'm Renee Sproles well we always tell parents you are the expert on your children it's up to us as parents to figure out what makes our kids tick what are their likes and dislikes their strengths and areas where they're weak we're not meant to make our children over into little usses our job is to help them develop into who they were created to be
1: yeah so go check out those episodes on temperament if you don't know what we're talking about where we broke down by colors Uh, so they're easier to remember, blue, green, gold, and orange, all the different temperaments because temperament is a very helpful way to know how your child might operate and perceive things
0: and how best to motivate your child. That's right. We've also done an episode with our guest Nora Martin and she walked us through emotional intelligence and why and how that's important in our kids' development.
1: Mm, so that was so good. It was good. Go back and listen to that one. Really good. So today, we're talking about another area where we need to get to know our kids and, and where we can help our kids get to know themselves and where we can know ourselves, mm-hmm. if you don't know this about yourself. And we're going to talk about spiritual gifts.
0: Yeah, This might sound a little odd to you, but we're assuming when we're talking about this conversation that you have a worldview that includes body, mind, and spirit. Well, we do. That's mm-hmm. our worldview. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So, body, your flesh and blood, mind, your brain, and spirit, what animates mm-hmm. our body? That third thing. Right. That's of a the stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The third thing that's gone when somebody's laying in a coffin. Right. You know? Yes. That's a terrible way to think about it, but <laughs> that is how I think about spirit. it.
0: <laughs> well, every believer has at least one spiritual gift, and nobody has all of them, but some of us might have more than one. Yeah. I love the passage
1: that just says, we each have different gifts according to the grace given us. Let us use them in proportion to our faith, Romans twelve six. 6. Mm-hmm. You can find the spiritual gifts in three separate passages of scripture, Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12 through 14,
0: and Ephesians 4. The Holy Spirit gives us these gifts as he sees fit for his purpose, and that's going to be important. So each of us receives these gifts that God wants us to have. They're not a result of our maturity level or because we requested a specific gift through prayer necessarily, or because we have great education.
1: Right. Um, John Piper, the Chancellor of Bethlehem College and Seminary in Minneapolis, Minnesota, who pastored Bethlehem Baptist Church for 33 years, said that it's essential for Christians to understand that spiritual gifts are simply the outworking of our experience of the grace of God expressed through our personality. I like that. That's helpful. It
0: is. So your personality or temperament is kind of in conversation with your spiritual gifts, but mm-hmm. they're not the same.
1: Right, because we're going to probably get into this later, but sometimes it feels like a mismatch, and that's just God's special gift to you, maybe mm. for a season, for for a, a particular project or moment or Mm -hmm. person who needs what he's giving you. Yeah, I love what Martin Lloyd-Jones preached in 1965 about this. He says, It is perfectly clear that in New Testament times the gospel was authenticated in this way with spiritual gifts by signs, wonders, and miracles of various characters and descriptions. Was it only meant to be true of the early church? The scriptures never anywhere say that these things were only temporary. Never. There is no such statement anywhere he says that the section of the new testament that teaches that spiritual gifts including the more obviously supernatural or revelatory ones like prophecy and tongues will continue until jesus comes the use of such gifts like miracles faith healings and prophecy give rise to what sometimes may be called signs and wonders that's what our pastor at our church likes to call them Mm -hmm. signs wonders and powers therefore signs and wonders are part of the blessing we should pray for today
0: Right, so if this is not familiar to you, or you're like, what? (laughs) Go back and read those passages that we just talked about where Mm -hmm. it talks about the gifts. Um, And they kind of overlap a little bit, but we're gonna brush through some of those that are found in those passages, along with maybe some hints or clues on how they might start to show up in a child. Yeah, and the older your child gets, of course, the clearer this is gonna be. Right, you may not see anything in a two-year-old, but by the time you have um, faithfully instituted you know, who God is in your family. If you've talked mm-hmm. about that, if you've prayed and you're, you're instructing your children to pray, there's, we've got some good episodes on that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might start to see some fruits of the Spirit in some ways that God is manifesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so fruit of the Spirit is is like when the Spirit indwells you, the Holy Spirit of God indwells you, you're going to demonstrate things like love, joy, peace, patience, etc. The goal of every spiritual gift is to show love. So it's just worth putting out there. There's a difference here. it's, it's um, a nuanced difference, but mm-hmm. when you when we start diving into these gifts like wisdom or you know prophecy, it's mm-hmm. one of the supernatural gifts. The point of them all is to show love and to build up the body of Christ. So that's really cool. And it's really cool to desire them. It's it's good. You know, God wants us to desire the spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. John Piper again, he says for the most part, the Bible is not a how-to manual. I love that it holds out a treasure to us and bids us to seek it out proverbs 2 4 and 5 puts it that way Hmm. desire is the test and desire fuels our quest and that's a key to understanding not only spiritual gifts but a lot of the bible
0: yeah Um, think about it so if you really really want something you don't really sit around and wait for someone to deliver it right ready to use nicely packaged you look for it you start asking questions of knowledgeable people You might read consumer reports if it's a thing or or (laughs) reviews. You read and watch and listen to a lot of information. You seek and you ask and you knock, like Matthew 7. If you really, really want it, you consider it worth the hard work of figuring things out and working until you get it. So that's what desiring spiritual gifts looks like.
1: Yeah, and the way that God works, just this morning I happened, air quotes, just so happened to listen to this brief little podcast. It wasn't really about spiritual gifts, but she was saying this very same thing that God gives us gifts, and a lot of times they're like that cross stitch package that you mm. got or that color by numbers package book that you got. Um, it's not done, mm. you know. He hands that, he hands that to you, and he's like, Okay, now let's work it out. Yeah, that's Let, interesting. You, you kind of, you, you, it's not complete, and
0: so when, th- when it
1: feels like, um, Because
0: he wants you in on that creative process. Yes. He wants you working with him hand in hand on how do you you think this is going to work out and let's work this together. Uh, Yeah. That is really beautiful.
1: It is beautiful. I can just picture, you know, like when my grandmother and my mom were teaching me to cross stitch, how they put their hand on my hand Mm -hmm. and showed me how to thread the needle and showed me how to poke it through the fabric and draw it through. That's how I picture God is us with the spiritual gifts. He's like, here, precious child, let me give you that. Mm -hmm. And then let's do this together.
0: That's a really cool image
1: so what does it look like to desire the spiritual gifts there's just a few kind of behaviors that you can do just to to really dig in here and number one we want you to start with the bible like you said go read first corinthians 12 through 14 or romans 12 or ephesians 4. read the book of acts over and over again until it ruins you for your worldly comfort and pursuits and fuels your desire to experience all that weird wild cool stuff you see in those pages there it's not just for then it's for now
0: yep go ahead and pray if you're ruined for anything less than knowing the fullness of the spirit and seeing the kingdom of god advance your discontent and your desperation your um holy holy discontent is what it's called yeah will drive you to pray the kind of prayers that the lord loves to answer
1: yeah and just look for sound teaching and, and testimonies this this has been such we're in the age of podcasts and sermons on youtube that has been such a blessing to me to Mm. seek out um, sound teaching i mean there's so many i can't name them all i like to kind of draw from several wells yeah it's interesting people with
0: i mean shoot the internet is long and wide and large if you're not sure
1: who to listen to though like ask a trusted friend because there's some really terrible horrible no good very bad teachings out there so Mm. ask a trusted friend
0: okay so then this one's really important i think spiritual gifts look like meeting a need These are never given to us for our fireworks or for our oohs and ahs. Mm, Really important. They are mainly to extend love and grace to others. So we're taking steps for the sake of Christ to love others whose needs extend beyond our capacities. And it puts us and them in the path of God's grace. So when we've asked God to help us walk on water, we got to then get out of the boat. Mm, I'm here.
1: I'm jumping out, Bonnie. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So this... (laughs) The spiritual gifts are for, they're not for our career advancement. They're not for our, our betterment, really, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. It's for other people and the building up of the church. That's why they're given to believers. Yeah, that's the goal. And you will become better in the process, of course. Mm-hmm. If, of course, as you
1: bend, um, as God's asking you to bend and stretch, it's always good
0: for you. Mm-hmm.
1: So good. So let's look at the spiritual gifts. You have this great list here for us, Bonnie.
0: So yeah, go, we're going to go down these and just see if you notice anything, especially if you have older kids, mm-hmm. ways, that, um, ways that they might be bent or th- things that they might have shown in any of these areas. And, and maybe that gives you a clue what their spiritual gift might be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the first one is wisdom. Does your child or do you mm-hmm. show special insight into practical problems? Are they a peacemaker in a conflict situation, maybe with siblings? Can they apply Bible verses fairly easily to everyday life or do they have really great common sense? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I remember when I was raising my children, I thought of wisdom as thinking God's way Mm -hmm. about things. And that applies to what you're describing here, you know, um, to be a peacemaker or to really put into practice and obey what you read. That's so wise. Mm -hmm. That's so, so wise. and. What's the proverb? Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. So we know that we begin naive and foolish in this life. Mm-hmm. But real, some some people really quickly onboard wisdom.
0: And we say we say that phrase, otherwise beyond their years. Mm-hmm. You know, Some children are old, wise souls. Mm-hmm.
1: This is also not to be confused with being wise in your own eyes. <sighs> the child who thinks that they're Wiser than they are or who knows more this is not the gift of wisdom
0: no that's what we in the south would call being too big for your britches (laughs) so that
1: is not wisdom (laughs) but what a beautiful gift i love i think i'm just drawn to people who have the gift of wisdom i i think it's beautiful Hmm. because again it's exercised with love remember everything is exercised through love not through know it allness and And how you finger wagging someone else right Mm -hmm. second one you have here bonnie is knowledge so do you love to study um, and love to learn about new things in the faith do you want to know what every bible verse says about a question (laughs) so yeah do you know things about god that haven't been taught to you yet or does this apply to your children they Mm -hmm. may have the gift of
0: knowledge yeah they just come up with these things like Mm -hmm. where did you get that how did you know that Mm -hmm. and they just sort of do yeah, the, and you, you can test this out
1: if you want to know if your child has this gift. Don't pull that Bible storybook out. Pull your Bible out mm-hmm. and just read maybe a passage from one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Read 10, 12, 15 verses, and then just ask your kid, hey, what do you think about that? That, that really quickly will show you, hey, where's your kid stand in terms of um, wisdom and knowledge and how the Holy Spirit is drawing them to God because the things of God are foolishness to us when we don't have the spirit of God. So I, I think that that's a really good litmus test for the gift of knowledge. That's
0: a good one. Okay. And then there's faith. And it's interesting that faith is a gift. We I just love think that. that we have faith. Right. But God actually gives us our faith and he gives us faith in different amounts. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why you don't look on somebody else's paper yeah. and say, Their outcomes are better than my outcomes because you have been given faith in different amounts on purpose. So, a person with a gift of faith or a child is kind of just easy breezy when it comes to trusting God. They don't even question much, they just accept what is told. It's easy for them to take that leap. They're not thrown by difficult circumstances and they pray pretty naturally and without worry. So,
1: I was talking to a friend this week. She definitely has the gift of
0: faith. I mean, this is how she was describing herself.
1: She Mm. said, You know, I might have questioned. Why God did something, you know, sometimes in my life, but I never questioned if God was good or if God was real. Mm -hmm. God was there. That's the gift of faith. That's that's what she's describing in herself, Mm -hmm. without saying it in so many words. How beautiful
0: it is! And not everyone has that. (laughs) A lot of us, a lot of us find it more difficult.
1: Yeah, are we? more naturally doubtful or whatever so if you have a child that has this gift it's gonna look like um that's what jesus calls it the childlike faith right they get it they just get it when you describe how the world works um it seems intuitively right to them it's so beautiful Mm -hmm. to see i love it then there are the gifts of healing miracles tongues the interpretation of tongues why don't you talk about that bonnie (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah well depending on where your um where your faith lies where your beliefs lie what your tribe is like what your tribe is like yeah how you're experiencing church on a sunday morning Mm -hmm. um those kind of fall into this more uh overt is what i call it um practice of spiritual gifts and if your child has those it's probably going to be pretty obvious yeah (laughs) if they're going around you know making the lame walk or the blind see you're probably going to notice um the one thing
1: i was trying to think okay when have i actually even seen this ever ever because i don't believe any of the gifts have stopped i do believe we all have you know that god is giving us access to all of them Mm -hmm. with that being said i do know a child she's quite young who um Every time a family friend has gotten pregnant, she she doesn't ask. I mean, they don't even look pregnant. We're talking like 4 weeks pregnant, 5 mm. weeks pregnant. Um she goes, "Oh, you have a baby in your tummy. It's a little <laughs> girl." Or, "It's a little boy." Interesting. And and she's right. She's never been wrong yet. Mm-hmm. I think that the mom told me she's done it four or five times now. Including to my own daughter.
0: Okay, before well, she, see, before that my, might be an indication. Before
1: my own daughter had told anyone, mm-hmm. even us, that she was pregnant. She I was with this little girl and she pointed to her belly and and it was all correct. Interesting. So is you know, is that I, I consider that some sort of like really prophecy, which is our next one on the list, but mm-hmm. it's it's supernatural to some degree. She's getting some information that the rest of us are not privy to. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting, and I think children are very, very open. More so than we are. More so than we are with our Western view of how the world works to the things of God. Mm -hmm. And I I would really encourage moms not to squelch that, to pay attention to that.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree.
1: So prophecy, I love this one um, because it's one of mine. (laughs) I love me,
0: me, 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 me. (laughs) That sounded
1: so bad. (laughs) So if you're a prophet, you're a truth teller. You rarely, if ever, lie. You may sometimes come across as harsh in speaking the truth. I don't know what they're talking about here. You hit the nail on the head. Um, You're often convicting, um, even to people in authority over you. So with your children, that would be to you, mom and dad, or like for me, perhaps with the leadership of the church or some, some other person in authority in some way.
0: Right. But you got to remember, like we said at the beginning, these are for uh, yeah. building up of others. They're mm-hmm. for the good of the church. Mm-hmm. They're for loving and grace towards others. So um, I, I don't know. I think even with your gifts, God's shaping you to use them. Mm-hmm. You know, hang on a second. Your, your personality, your temperament may be more bold and brash, but that's not when you, how we need to absolutely use yes. your spiritual gift.
1: I'm thinking of, we went to an Isaiah 117 house fundraiser. We need to link to that on our Um, show notes Mm -hmm. because founder of Isaiah 117 describes you know entering the foster care system as approved as parents you know foster parents and she was talking to the social worker and going well what happens once the kid's pulled from the house and is taken to the new family what's the in-between and they said well they come to the DHS office and she goes okay and then what and she said and they sleep on the floor yeah until we find a family pretty bleak there's no toys or whatever and she was so angry and she's she says you know i raised my fist at god and said i can't believe you're letting this happen and she was like it felt really clearly like he was saying well what are you going to do about it now that you know mm. so now she she really does kind of act as a prophet she goes around and says she speaks the truth like hey this is happening in our communities and we cannot let that be mm. I mean, the groups I've seen her speak to, everybody's like, take my money. I know, yeah. <laughs> They're pulling yeah. <laughs> their wallets out. Take my money, take my money. And she's going to have a house, they, Isaiah 117. They, they buy a house in a neighborhood or build a house in a neighborhood. And it's this beautiful, warm, welcoming place for that in-between time.
0: Which is really scary. And for children on the yeah, worst day of their lives. That's right. One
1: of the worst days ever, ever, ever mm-hmm. that they'll ever have. That's beautiful. Beautiful gift of prophecy at work. So much done in love. One more thing about prophecy. The people who are most wise and mature in, their, in the gift of prophecy don't go around saying, like, thus saith the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, like, God told me, and you must receive this word. And we're told to test the prophets in the New Testament. Um, the Old Testament prophets um, heard from God in a different way. Yes. And, and so we people who have spoken to me prophetic words say, test this. If it doesn't ring true, talk to God about it. You know, I I could have heard wrong. Yeah. I could be getting this wrong. I've always heard that too.
0: And so I appreciated that. Mm -hmm. It's definitely caveated. Yeah. Okay. Then we have apostleship. So is your child or are you full of new ideas? Do you love to start something new? Are you creative or interested in other cultures and peoples? Interested in doing something to share the gospel with others? That was an
1: interesting description of of that gift of apostleship. Because, I mean, I always... Think of apostles as the twelve, mm-hmm. and that's it. We don't; those were those special twelve, which they were. Yes, they were.
0: So, with the apostolic gift, or apostleship gift, I think it's like, um, yeah, going to start something new in a creative way, going forth, go and go and preach the word to all. It's kind of like that,
1: like a new culture. I mean that would be like a missionary is that yeah, what you're describing I mean that's it what does they were sound like I mean it. It does Paul had like all those missionary journeys and and all of the disciples who became apostles also were scattered But Thomas went to India and I can't think of who went anywhere else Right but, I mean yeah. there is
0: one uh, a gift of evangelism but I think and I think they're connected but mm-hmm. the apostleship is kind of like yeah I'm going to go branch out and start a new thing
1: Maybe like like Gladys Aylward who went to China so she was told she was unfit for missionary service because she couldn't pass the tests that her church had. She lived in England. And she was like, but I really think I'm supposed to do this. So she just like became a maid, saved up her own money, and then hauled it off to China and (laughs) went around like preaching in these remote villages in China and taught the people to the Chinese government were like, well, hey, you're walking to all these villages. You want to teach the women not to bind their feet anymore? And so she would she would go and tell them, you know, don't mind your child's feet. And then uh, she took in orphans as well. She did all these amazing things. Mm. She kind of just made it up as she went along, yeah, because she was rejected by the established church systems. Mm-hmm. She just did it, and I was like, as you were describing it, that sounds like
0: her. Mm. Okay, well, that's a great, it's a creative, a great example. Yeah,
1: maybe an, a gift of apostleship in some way. All right, well, teaching that's a gift that's much more concrete for us. Does your child love to help younger siblings and teach them? Are they patient? Are they able to use multiple methods and words to get an idea across? Are they conscious of who they are talking to and able to tailor the message to them? Then your child may have the gift of teaching. I saw this in Houston early on, uh, just like I saw the gift of faith in Emma really early on. Mm-hmm. She just intuitively understood God mm-hmm. from the very beginning. He intuitively knew how to reach people. Like I remember he was like a seventh grader teaching like 10th and 11th graders. Yeah, conceptual physics. Mm -hmm. And I love to hear him describe things. It's just he's easy to listen to.
0: There you go. So that's a great example of how you'd pick a little a little something out of your child and think maybe this is where you're supposed to land. Mm -hmm. Love that. Okay, there's also what they call helps or service. So are they happy in the background? Do they like to help with practical tasks? Mommy's little helper, mm-hmm. daddy's little helper, loading the mm-hmm. dishwasher, dusting, sweeping. Are they always following you around and wanting to work together with you? Are they asking for jobs to help with? Yeah. Some kids are just, yeah.
1: That's a real the best easy them. one to see. And it's beautiful. What
0: mm-hmm. a, oh, what a gift these people are. Can use that for others constantly in every area.
1: Oh, so true. And then there's the gift of administration and leadership. They're two separate gifts that often but not always work together. I'm looking at you, Bonnie. Yep,
0: this is me. Always
1: organizing friends. You do this, you do that. Um, you're the person who comes up with ideas that everybody else wants to do. So is your kid kind of the ringleader in that way, you know, that really loves to create the game or, you know, kind of organize the playtime time <laughs> right. as, as things are going down on the living room carpet. Are they uncomfortable following others? Do they like a clean, organized room? Are they inspiring mm-hmm. to be around?
0: They may have that gift. Mm-hmm. Encouragement exhortation are they frequently reminding others you can do it are they seeing the good in others even when some people don't
1: yeah again
0: beautiful
1: we all need to be encouraging others but for some of us we just we have a special talent Mm -hmm. or a special gift Mm -hmm. and then giving are they willing or do they even offer to give away their toys do they love to have something to give in the offering plate at christmas time are they suggesting you give gifts to the needy instead of you reminding them uh, then they may have the gift of giving mm-hmm.
0: yeah we are not all endowed with that that is for sure how about mercy oh beautiful do they cry at the thought of children going hungry or suffering do they just feel the world's pain more than others are they first on the scene when a friend or a sibling falls or gets hurt super affectionate hugging and kissing careful to speak kind words or tender and loving with animals or s- Little or children mm. that's mercy
1: mm-hmm. and then evangelism this is the kid who loves to invite friends to church who shares with friends about jesus who t- even will talk to grown-ups about jesus and may even write letters to friends or family members who don't know jesus yet um you know again we're all responsible to speak about jesus when the opportunity arises mm-hmm. peter reminds us to be ready to give an answer but some of us just lean in Mm -hmm. and love this gift
0: right then there's uh shepherding do they nurture friendships help people join together and belong gentle caring good listener concern for others or notice the person who doesn't have friends and reaches out to them Mm. gathers a little troop of smaller kids around him or her
1: Oh, that's a beautiful gift. You know, in the church, in churchy circles, we just think of, oh, those elders, they're called shepherds. But no, there's like lots of us who might have the gift of shepherding. That's right. Are mm-hmm. you good at gathering a, a group and making space for them to flourish? Mm-hmm. Then you ha- probably have that shepherding gift. Um, I think you have that gift and I have it as well. Like, I think we, we're pretty good at making space for other people too. Um, through, you know, hospitality or small groups or whatever. hmm um and again you know as you're discovering what your gifts are a couple of um caveats sometimes god gives you a gift for a, pre- a brief period of time as needed god supplies his church with what is needed and so don't we don't want to treat this like another personality test and go well i don't have the gift of mercy so i yet i yeah <laughs> right so we want to always be open to whatever gift God wants to give us to equip us Mm -hmm. for whatever is before us. And yet I do think there are some that just stay with us through the years. That's my experience Right, is that they, in my life and the life of other beautiful mature believers that I think back on, you know, my parents, my grandparents, some mentors at church, Mm -hmm. you know, women who've been in the preschool class classroom for 45 years. There are, there are, you know, they have the teaching gift and they They have it. It's not going away. They have it. Um, But just be open. Don't get, don't pigeonhole yourself and think, well, I don't have that. No, no. With God, anything is possible.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Try. And you might see how, how you're making that cross stitch come together. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's up to each of us to discover, develop and exercise that gift. And you can help your child do that in the process. So there's, we have a link uh, on our show notes for this one that will take you to a self scoring spiritual gifts test and inventory and you and your children can do it if you want to. There's, this is not the only link out there. There's a bunch that you can find, but it is helpful um, to do some assessments. I, my daughter took it a while back and hers was leadership and administration. No surprise. Um, I don't know what my son did at the time that our whole church was doing it. He may have been a little bit younger, but I kind of think his is probably teaching and knowledge too. Um, but if you haven't clarified your spiritual gift as a parent, just take a few seconds and, and learn together as who, you take
1: the spiritual gift test wouldn't that be fun who doesn't love an assessment
0: don't right. we love a self-scoring assessment i think we do
1: they're fun throw back to the teen magazines i used to oh, take yeah. all the quizzes
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah this is a great one though and let's don't forget you can discover by doing so your child's spiritual gift may be obvious early on or you and they may not recognize it until their teen years or even later But don't become discouraged if it's not obvious right away. In addition to doing a little quiz and just paying attention, you'll recognize your gift as you begin to experience it. So just encourage your child to get involved in a variety of different church and community activities, more than just sports or music, and support their involvement. And when you see your child excel in something good, well, then point it out. It's your job to help them self-discover. Mm-hmm. That's a real gift, moms. Let's just say that again. It's your gift. It's your job to help them self-discover.
0: Yeah. So help them give attention to their opportunities for service and to their interests, passions, and abilities. They probably aren't going to be your interests, passions, Mm -hmm. and abilities. So you're going to have to carve out some time to, to not just maybe do everything as a family, especially as your child gets older. Like it may just rock your world that they have a gift of apostleship and they want to go spend a summer in you know zimbabwe doing whatever it is but be open to that Mm -hmm. let them explore that possibility Uh, just because it's not yours doesn't mean they can't have it
1: yeah and it's just worth noting you can have periodic conversations what do you like doing that someone needs uh what do other people thank you for Mm -hmm. what do your friends say about you that's helpful it is it's helpful information
0: yeah So unlike our other unique talents or other gifts, like if you're great at math or great at piano, um, like we said, we shouldn't think about our spiritual gifts, that they're about us or for us. It's not about getting into a great college or our sense of achievement. They're not something you can put on your resume. They're for blessing and supporting others in the church in particular.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And God doesn't want these gifts to die on the vine of self. Absolutely. We know what dying vines get done to them they get pruned off cut off yep. so yeah use it or lose it so help your child appreciate their gift without being prideful of it do they think the needs that they might meet are beneath them are they too gifted for ordinary thankless tasks well then that tells me you need to do that task right here and now <laughs> That's right. so romans 12 3 says don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to but think with sober judgment each according to the measure of faith that god has assigned as you said Keep your eyes on your own paper. Don't mm-hmm. look at somebody else's measure of faith. Look at
0: yours. Right. So, and also teach your child to balance and prioritize different areas of their life, which means that we have to know how to do that for ourselves, too. Have we mentioned that motherhood's a great oh. like self um, improvement? <laughs> so, don't spend the best parts of you at school or work rather than church or home. Right. It's mm-hmm. great to have sports and hobbies, mm-hmm. but don't elevate those above another area. Keep Mind, body, spirit, mm-hmm. all together in balance. Find comfort or rest in community and God rather than scrolling everybody's leftovers all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And teach them to overcome passivity and laziness. For example, good intentions or good ideas um, that never get executed. Well, then that's just. You've wasted it. It's wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowing someone needed to call, but assuming someone else is going
0: to reach out. Yeah, we've all done that. we mm-hmm. We've all done that.
1: You know, when God I I remember when someone taught me when God brings someone to mind, that's likely that the little hint that you need to pray for them or reach out to them or just what ask God, what do you need? Why did you bring them to mind? Mm-hmm. Why did I have a dream about them? Why did they just pop in my head while I'm chopping this onion here in the kitchen? Yep.
0: I have learned 100% of the time to contact that person mm-hmm. the next day. Mm-hmm. Just reach out. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So love is the aim of spiritual gifts. They're given to the church to help us love one another. In 1 Corinthians 12, Paul explains that each Christian is a unique member of Christ's body and has a unique function and receives unique gifts that benefit the common good of the body, which all works together just in such a beautiful picture. How fun. So it's, this is just another cool facet to, to discover yeah. about yourself
1: and your child. Yeah, it's a new year. It's a great time to just kind of... Take a moment and go, hey, let's reflect on this. Maybe, maybe God wants to take me on a journey in the next 12 months yeah, maybe into one of these. Maybe thought about it before and you're,
0: you're thinking about temperaments and mm-hmm. different sorts of learning styles and all these other things. But this is a maybe often overlooked one that, that you do need to focus on some, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah.
1: Good topic, Bonnie. This was your idea. Cool. So, yeah, we'll have this um, episode on our website at JustAskYourMom.com and that assessment that Bonnie mentioned. And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Just Ask your Mom Podcast, and take five seconds to rate and review us and share with your friends and family. We're gaining little by little. Mm-hmm. We're gaining more That's and more fun. listeners. Thank you so much.
0: If you have any topic suggestions, we will definitely incorporate them. So send them to us at JustAskYourMomPodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on...
1: Just ask ask your mom.
0: mom.